You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. And good afternoon. Today we're going to start the fourth chapter of the Mishnah of Maasesheni. I'm sharing the screen and I want to start just by reminding you about a puzzle, about a verse that we learned when we began the tractate. And then the verse is from Devarim and it says, if the distance is too great for you, if you're unable to transport your Maser Sheni to Jerusalem, because the place where God's established his name is far from you, and because he's blessed you, presumably with much land, you can convert it to money. You can take your second tithe and you can convert it to money. And you remember the the verse was particular by talking about kesef, about silver. You can convert it into money and wrap up the money and take it with you to the place that God has chosen. So you can convert Maser Sheni for money to money for transportation purposes. And the fourth chapter is going to explore all of the different situations that can arise because you're engaging in this financial transaction of redemption. And you could there could be issues of, well, we're going to see issues of arbitrage, of price, of location differentials. These are all differences that modern commodity tra- traders are, are used to. Let's begin with the first Mishnah, which begins with location. Hamolich perot maser kom hayoker, Someone who takes Maaser Sheni produce from a place where prices are high to places where they're low. Or the other way around, by the way. Take it from low place to high place. He redeems it according to the market price of his place. And that his place clearly, according to the according to the commoners, means the price where he's at. So in other words, you redeem at the market price where you are at. And then the mission continues. If you bring it from the production floor to the city, from the threshing floor to the city, maybe you're going to bring from the wine press, the gut is the wine press, into the city. Any increase in value that you obtain from transporting it into the city belongs to Maaser Sheni. Hashevach la Sheni. But the expenses come from his house. I.e., you know, the idea of converting the produce into money, that's the option of the household. And transporting it. That's the option of the householder. So the householder pays the cost of transport. And indeed, there's a warning in the Gemara, one comment, or the first comment the Gemara makes on this mission. And this is the Talmud in, in, in the Jerusalem Talmud, the Yerushalmi. The first comment it makes is, Hamolith Perot Maser Sheni, etc. Someone, someone, if someone carries produce of Maser Sheni, Rabbi Mana said, there he said, if someone trans- transports, in the first instance, it is forbidden. This is an exceptional case. In other words, in the first instance, you should basically convert it where you're at, just as 
just as the verse said. If, if it's too um, difficult to carry, you can convert it. But the verse never envisages carrying somewhere different and then converting. Let's, let's cruise on through the Mishnah. We said, the first Mishnah said that Maseshin is redeemed at the play, at a price that prevails, at a market price. It's clearly a market price. We're talking about low prices and high prices. It's going to be redeemed at a market price, at the place where it is redeemed. But how is that market price going to be defined? And the second Mishnah goes on to say, to, to um, we talked before about the fact that the Mishnah generally tries to make it easy for the people of Israel to do their stuff. And this Mishnah is going to ascertain that we're going to redeem at a low market price. So we're at a market price and we're in a place where we're at, but we're going to take a low market price. We redeem at the low market price. Basically, we there's a bid offer, there's a bid offer price for which shopkeepers operate. They'll bid us, they'll bid maybe 99 cents a pound for potatoes and they'll charge 105. Or in in a modern supermarket, they'll probably bid 99 cents a pound and charge two dollars a pound. But we can redeem at the bid, we can redeem at the lower price. And the same goes for making change. There's, in addition to a shopkeeper, we're going to have to deal with a money changer who's going to make change between large and small coins. We'll hear in, 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 in the next mission about an isar and a, and, a, and, a, and a seller. So we're also going to need to make change between large and small coins. And again, we may... We calculate prices at the price which the money maker takes small change at, what he bids for small change, not the price that he gives for small change. And not only are we going to take a fixed market price, a real market price, we're going to take a fixed quantity. We can't look at that heap and say, oh, yeah, that's about that's worth about $10. We are going to estimate its value properly. And in a way which is not very dissimilar, by the way, from a modern commercial transaction. The Mishnah continues, if we know the value, if we know its value, if we know its value, you can take one witness, i.e. one expert. If we don't know its value, we're going to take three bids. And again, that's normal commercial practice today. If there's a doubt, we always go out and take three bids. We take the best of the three bids. It's not an obvious word here. Um, one of the commentators, the Rambam suggests it started to go a little bit a little bit sour. I've translated it here. It started to turn. The wine, the quality of this wine started to go off. Remember, we were talking yesterday about wine casks. They didn't have fully sealed wine bottles. They had ceramic casks. So the wine is going to start to turn after a certain point. And then the value becomes uncertain. So that's one example of produce where you need three experts to evaluate it. Kagon, 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 Hayyai, and Shekharan. 
wine has started to turn, or um, maybe the fruit has started to go off a little bit. And again, we talked before about timing problems. If you can't get your fruit to Jerusalem, it, it, you know, it, depending on the timing of the harvest, it may not be convenient to you from a time point of view to go to, to Jerusalem. Maybe we need to sell it before they get overripe. But if they started to go overripe, we need three experts. Ooh, ma'ot, shehechli. Or coins which have started to get rusty. That's a modern Hebrew word too, by the way. Chulia, but it's in the Mishnah as well. Coins have started to lose their value. Let's keep going. And let's remind ourselves of another verse that we've looked at before. If someone wants to redeem his produce, we can we add a fifth to the value of the product. So you don't redeem flat, at least not if you're redeeming your own produce from your own funds. And we've learned before that when the the Mishnah and when the Torah talks about a fifth, or when certainly when the Mishnah interprets the fifth that the Torah talks about, this really means a quarter, by the way, in our language, because you we're talking about a fifth of the final amount. So you start off with maybe 100, you add 25. What you've added turns out to be a fifth of the final total. But I think most of us today, if we added 25 to 100, we'd say, look, we've added a quarter. But the Mishnah always talks about a fifth. And I just we, we just need to keep in mind here, when the Mishnah talks about fifths, in modern language, that means a quarter. Let's look at the third Mishnah in chapter four. Baal Habaitum Ebersela, the owner is prepared to redeem for a cell. The Acheromer Bersela, someone else is also prepared to redeem for a cell. Well, the owner has precedence because he's going to put in the fifth or a quarter in our terms. What if the owner says with a seller and someone else says with a seller and an isar? Now, an isar is just about the smallest real coin that you can throw in. There's 96 isar to a seller. So it's basically, a, we're talking about a dollar and a cent. Yeah, And the Mishnah is clear. The one who offered a seller and an isar, someone who offered a, just one cent over, has precedence because he added to the principle. And you can see here, we're trying to prevent arbitrage. We're trying to prevent someone sort of coming up, you know, coming up for redemption for his own goods with an off-market price, just as perhaps we would in a modern commercial transaction. You know, related party transactions are famously scrutinized by boards and audited by all kinds of you know, auditors. When now, and when he does that, when he does that, when you redeem your own you put on the fifth or the quarter, you do it if it's your own produce or if it's your own, if it was given to you as a gift. We're talking here, we should be clear here, and the Bartonura makes it clear, we're talking about the original produce. We're not talking about the Maser Sheni itself. We'll come back to that, actually, and possibilities of arbitrage when we look at the next three Mishnayot in a chapter, and we'll do that 
next week in the next session. And also, we'll, and the whole question of arbitrage and sort of conflict of interest is going to be explored further in the remainder of the chapter. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. <laughs>